I have had to step back and think before I speak on this episode because I was so blasted mad. I was just absolutely furious. An incident happened that involved my mother. And let's just say her husband crossed the line and involved my son and his school and his place of employment. That is just absurd to me. It was completely uncalled for. So I picked up the phone and I called my mother and I said, you know where we live. You have my phone number. You have text message my son through my phone. If you wanted to contact him, you know where we are. And in the course of that conversation, her husband was yelling, screw me in the background and this, that, and the other. And I was like, okay, just leave my son alone. If he wants to contact you, he will. He has your information. It's been nice. Well, then it goes into text messaging. And in those text messages, I find out pretty much all the inadequacies that I have of being a good daughter. And all I cared about was you leave my child alone. I didn't care about learning about what I didn't do and this, that, and the other, and to find out all of these things about me. I already know. I don't need to live in the past. I like to sit there and talk about things in the past when it comes to fascia because, well, I'm finding out, hey, that truck running over my foot did kind of have something to do with it. Oh, yeah, putting my legs behind my head did have something to do with my pelvis coming out of place. You know, things like that. But sometimes you need to disconnect, even when it's family members. And, and you know... I don't believe going and sitting with a therapist is something necessary in order for me to be able to feel better and more healthy. I don't agree with the doctors that if I release the trauma, I'll be able to walk just fine and dandy. No, I do not. Now, all this kind of comes to head because this happened about the same time. I got some messages from some individuals that, you know, were feeling a little lonely, feeling disconnected because, you know, their family was no longer in their lives because of this illness. You know, their families didn't believe they were, you know, going through this. And so, you know, they've gotten distant from their family and Although I appreciate the messages, I have no idea what to tell you what to do. I don't even know what to do with my family. All I can tell you is that I had my reasons for not involving my mother in my son's childhood. I have my reasons for not contacting my mother. She knows where I've been. I know all of one time in the course of 15 years 
that my mother has come to my home. And that was the Wednesday after I came home from giving birth. So was that February 21st, 2008? Something like that. I remember because I was in the house and I watched her walk away through my peephole. People might be saying, oh my God, Christy, you're a bitch. Can't believe you do that to your mother. Well, there's just reasons. Now, there are two sides to every story and then there's the truth. I stuck with my mother from the time I was born until I gave birth. And there are reasons behind that. And I only contacted my mother because my son finally asked, yeah, I'd like to meet her. And I said, okay. And tried to make that happen. And then he pulled back because he wanted to deal with things he wanted to deal with. He just didn't want to meet with her at this point in time. So I let her know that. Well, through the course of that, her husband decides to go and drop a letter off at my son's school to his boss, to where he also works, and to involve my son's friends in something that is a private family matter, something he did 15 years ago at my husband's work after our son was born. And that really pissed me off. Do all you want to do to me. Do everything in the world. But don't touch my son. I cannot believe that my phone call of, hey, you know, I told you my son, you know, just... You know, this isn't helping the situation. Just, you know, if it's, you know, meant to be turned into, you know, yes, I didn't console my mother when her father died. And I did not console my mother when her mother died, my grandmother and grandfather. And she's now turned it into, I must have a hatred for all grandparents. Well, I'm the kind of person where if I'm not talking to you in good times, I'm not going to talk to you in bad times as well. So had she won the lottery any time within this past 15 years, she would not have heard from me as well. My son was like, well, Mom, you know, before you block her or anything like that, you know, you still, you know, maybe you'll eventually connect with her again. I said, son, I don't know. I said, I just recently lost my father, and the other day I saw a man walking, and I thought, could that be my... No, no, he's dead. He's gone now. And I'm thinking, have I gotten any sicker? Am I any worse? Because I didn't have my dad in my life. Up until he died, he was called the sperm donor. In order to have my dad in my life, he told me I had to give up all connections to my mother so 
I decided not to go and have my dad in my life, and there I gave up an adopted brother and sister that I knew very well because they were my friends in high school. That was really fun. So I have my reasons as to why my mother is not in my life. And those are my reasons for keeping my son away. And sadly, her response was, well, you know, 15-year-olds are 15-year-olds or whatever. It was all about what I haven't done and how I turn everything on me and how I hurt her so desperately because I asked her to help me the week after I gave birth, which I find very hard to believe, but I apologized for it anyway. Because, you see, when I gave birth, I had an emergency C-section. I had not enough amniotic fluid. So it was an emergency, but it wasn't like an incident emergency. It was like, we've got a week to schedule. When would you like to give birth to your child? Well, because I knew how things were between my mother and I, I mean, when I told her I was pregnant, she asked if I was going to have an abortion. When she found out that I had nobody to throw me a baby shower, I found out she had a grandmother shower. What happens at a grandmother shower? I'd like to know because I wasn't invited. But it seems like it'd be a lot of fun. I had my reasons, and I have felt very comfortable in my choices. And after my conversation with her yesterday, I'm even more so, rest assured, positive that I made the right decision. My only regret is, have I deprived my son of anything because she wasn't in our lives? That's my only concern. I don't care what I might be missing or anything like that. I don't like fake and phony, and I don't care for the man she's married to. Don't think much of him at all, especially yelling, screw her (laughs) over the telephone. He's like, what, 70-some years old. I mean, really? Just so infantile. And then it comes down to, uh, well, if you, you know, you, I will be available if you wish to talk to me. So, you know, I don't play that. I'm not going to play those games. You know, I spent years kicking myself thinking that because I quit working is why I got sick. That's why my body gave up on me because I was a lazy old woman. That's what I thought. And the doctors will have you believe that because you've got past childhood trauma, remember the last one said I was sexually abused as a child. I'd like to know how he knows so much, but still, didn't happen. But I honestly don't believe that what I went through as a child is stopping me from being pain-free today. That 
freaking phone call that I had to deal with yesterday, hours before my son was leaving me for two weeks for camp, has pissed me off, has aggravated me. But it's not stopping me from healing. It's aggravated the living crap out of me as what it's done. And it's made me 150% positive that not having her in my life was the right decision. And I don't know if it's the bromide. I can't get the doctor to call me back. So I went to the pharmacist, the one I trust. And I said, please, what is your professional opinion about this bromide? Can I just quit taking it? Because I think it's making me even more emotional. And I don't like that. I don't need to be more emotional. I don't. But I was asking her, could you tell me? And she was mad because the doctor hadn't called me back. It's been two weeks. I've called three times. And I don't want to doctor Google it because, you know, you, you, you try. It just doesn't do any good. So I just want to make sure, you know, is this something I can stop? Because I don't like the way I feel right now after having that conversation with my mother. I don't like the fact that they can't keep things private. Now, you're probably saying, well, Christy, you're sitting right here on the podcast talking, what, to to people in Ireland, hey, (laughs) and wherever, and you're bringing up your trauma, your childhood, you're broadcasting it, or podcasting it. It's just pretty much to say, I really don't think The trauma that they're calling trauma that I suffered as a child is stopping me from being able to walk. After experiencing the conversation with my mother yesterday, as I said, it's pissed me off. I would have been much happier never having that conversation. As long as my mother is with the man she's with, there's just no way. We're going to be a family. It's just not going to happen. She's not allowed to come over here. If he doesn't come, he wants to be a part of my son's life. He's not even a part of my life. I don't even know when they got married, but I know I was out of the house. I know he doesn't care very much for me. So I'm not jumping through hoops to go and be a part of my mother's life again. And I sure as hell think it's pretty disrespectful for her to allow him to go around and go to every area my son is to drop off notes and include people in our lives. That's just not something I find too appealing in someone I'm going to keep company with. This is what she had him do at my husband's job 15 years ago when my son was born. That was quite fun, you know. My husband coming back to the job to have his boss go. Some man came in, didn't even know your last name, but was asking if you were here. I mean, my son's boss was like calling the police because he was afraid that my son was being, you know, you know, whatever he thought. 
I don't know. But I choose to share with you what I share with you. My son didn't need that happening. I don't need to be worried about this man going and finding my son at camp, putting everybody on high alert. And it's things like that that I think do set us back in our physical getting better, I guess, with this illness, you know, harboring negative feelings and things like that. I know all that stuff, you know, makes you worse. But to be honest with you, I I don't think anywhere in the back of my mind I was having a bad day and I wasn't worrying about not being there for my mother. It just was a part of my life that wasn't anymore until my son gave me the envelope from my mother's husband that was dropped off at his place of employment. And that just pissed me off and set me off. So this little bout of negativity is worrisome. It's bothering me, but it's not stopping me from being able to get up and run the mile. And I appreciate your messages. And and when, you know, I got the question of, you know, what do I do? I have no idea what you do with your family situations because I get messages a couple of times a day, truthfully, from people asking, you know, how do I deal? Because, you know, my husband doesn't understand. My mother and I aren't talking. You know, my friends are are gone by the wayside i have absolutely no idea i don't have i mean the the best family life i have is with my husband and my son and i don't keep up with many of the people other than that except you know jennifer you know my friends you know things like that but as far as it comes to family i'm an only child and my mother's brother has passed and he didn't have any children and well i i hey i i don't have any family really so the two people that i lean on the most are who i'm the most concerned about and i put all my energy into them and when something negative pops up and does something that upsets one of them, especially my son, I don't like it. And it makes me very upset. But it doesn't make me any sicker. It just takes away happy, fun conversation because I'm sitting there actually bitching because I had this phone call. And so my husband's just having to sit there and listen to me because I'm griping about, oh my God, can you believe this? Can you believe that? So I just need to learn how to turn off that energy and that side and focus back on what is the positive in my life. So please, although I appreciate your messages, I honestly have no idea what to tell you when it comes to confrontation with family members and things like that. I've just disconnected at times. And you might think that's wrong. 
and and maybe that's not good for my psyche or or something like that i i don't really know but i know that i was happy and content until i had to deal with that little situation with my son and that shouldn't have happened that really shouldn't have happened now it's regretful my father has passed and you know i'm not gonna know some things i guess that i have questions about but i don't know if i ever would have gotten the the true answer from him or not you know I mean, I just found out that I'm not Sioux Indian. I was told my whole life I was Sioux Indian to find out I'm from Swedish family. I mean, Jorgensen? My grandmother told me she grew up on an Indian reservation, and she did not. So I believe that for me, whatever... I make of the situation is the best direction for me. My all is in my husband and my son. Sadly, my mother's not in my life. And that's just the way it is. I don't have any other family outside of that. I just have my husband and his side of his family. And he's an only child. So my connections are the people that I meet through the podcast. People that I meet out in the world. And you know how hard that is when you've got this illness? Do I think this has set me back? No. I think it aggravated me for a little bit. And it'll still fester up inside of me because... I just don't like to let things go. But I will, and this will pass. I'll move on to the next thing. It was a nice little... The only thing that bothers me is that my son was involved in the manner in which he was involved in. It was unnecessary. When you know my phone number, you know where I live, when you know... I, I mean... That was just crossing the line. And I don't care who you are. That's crossing the line. To go to where my son works and goes to school. To give a picture and a phone number to a stranger. And say, don't give this to Wyland's parents? I mean, really? So you see, that's, that's one of my reasons for disconnecting is I don't like a lot of drama. Don't need a lot of drama. Of course, you might listen to the podcast and go, well, my gosh, you're nothing but drama. But it's drama that I welcome. The little trials and tribulations and things that I deal with with my husband and my family. That's because I choose this. So maybe that's what you need to do. 
If you're having questions about, you know, because it's hard when you have this illness and you feel like everybody's leaving you, you might struggle to try to do everything you can to hold on to those people. But then when you don't have anybody, how do you go about getting people? And then what do you have to do to bow down to make those people want to be in your company? I don't know. That's why I say, don't ask me these questions. I have absolutely no earthly idea. (laughs) All I know is this illness does enough damage on its own. I honestly don't believe in that whole positivity thing, you know, just think it and be positive and it will happen. I'd love for it to be true. But I just don't think it is. It's not for me. I do believe some positivity does make things better. And if you've got a bunch of negativity, well, then, of course, it does feel worse. That's just kind of common sense. But life is what we make it. And it's how we adapt. And we have to go back to just Focusing on being able to get up and take care of those directly in front of us. I don't have enough energy to worry about my mother and her husband right now. I just don't. I just got over being physically unable to to talk and walk and control my mouth. And I couldn't breathe properly. I still can't chew very well. I need soft foods. It hurts to swallow. (laughs) And that's what she said. But it does. Right now, any little bit I eat, it hurts to swallow. I, I feel constipated. I feel bloated. I've got horrible dry eye. Uh, or you say dry eyes. I, I don't know. Both of them are dry, but it's horrible. I can't see where I squat. So I don't need this added negativity and pressure. I sure as hell didn't need it a couple hours before my son was leaving me for two weeks. So right now, I'm going to focus on trying to do the few things that I can. I'm going to get up every now and then and throw some sheets in the laundry and then sit back down and then do some paperwork. And then prepare for the next exciting adventure that I'm going to do. Maybe get up and go to the bathroom. I don't know. But I kind of just shared today so that for those of you that feel like you've got all this horrible family drama, I can relate. For those of you that are asking me what to do, I don't know what to tell you. Except thank you for for listening and I wish you the best of luck because it sucks. It truly sucks. I won't lie to you. I cried. I cried when I was leaving physical therapy today because I was sitting there thinking, have I done the wrong thing? Did I deprive my son of anything? You know, and then I remembered some of the incidences in my childhood. And then I thought, I would never have put my son in that situation. 
And then I thought about it a little bit more. And then I cried because the last few hours I had with him, I was dealing with an infantile attitude with somebody yelling, screw it in the background, screw you in the background. This is the person that wants to connect with my son. So it's time to shake it off and to start working on realizing that I don't have enough strength to stand up for 15 or 20 minutes at a time. I've got new pain now because we did myofascial release on the quadratus lumborum and, and the gluteus maximus because all of that tightened up because I don't have the strength. So sadly, I was told again by yet another person that I have to lie down and rest, which seems contradicting or counterintuitive, whatever you want to say, to the fact that you need to strengthen so you can stand up. But you need to get over this disc issue and these other little things before you can start to strengthen. So I don't have time to worry about negativity in my life, especially negativity that I didn't invite in. So maybe that's how I can answer some of the questions that I've gotten. You know, I guess, I mean, look at it and and see how you feel. Are you... You know, is it better for you to to swallow what it is you want to say? And, you know, I mean, I just don't like to be fake and phony. And I wasn't there for my mother when her mother passed and her father passed. My grandparents, she did text me to let me know that I guess I have some hatred for grandparents and that's why I'm not letting her see my son or something like that. But no, that's not it. If, I, if I'm not talking to you at all, that means the good times and the bad times. If she had won the lottery, I wouldn't have spoken to her in the past so many years. Right or wrong, that's just how my mind works. And it might make me very lonely one day. I don't know. Perhaps I'm missing out on something. I I don't know. But my focus is keeping my son and my husband happy and healthy. And that means I have to be happy and healthy. So maybe I'm selfish. I don't know. But I am confident in the decision that I made the last time I saw my mother 15 plus years ago. And I stand by that. And sadly, I had to have that conversation with her at a time I wish I didn't have it. But it will pass. We'll move on. And we go on to the next thing. I have to figure out how long I can stand up so I can maybe take the sheets off my son's bed. I looked in his room, there's dust galore and things need to be vacuumed. And I'm thinking, how in the world? I was planning on two weeks of uh, thoroughly cleaning this house. And who am I kidding? 
I can barely make it to the bathroom and, and stand up for a length of time. Who am I kidding? I don't need this extra aggravation. And maybe you don't either. I don't know. But I do appreciate your messages. I really do. I just don't think I'm the appropriate person to be giving you any advice on anything, much less family, most definitely. I'm just letting you know that, hey, I, you know, sometimes family sucks and sometimes it doesn't. And I've got family issues as well, so you're not alone. That's just kind of what I was trying to share, just to let you know that, yeah, it sucks that I don't talk to my mother. It really does. And after my phone call yesterday, she was nice enough to text that I don't have to ever worry about her or her husband ever trying to contact my child again, which wasn't what I wanted to happen. I just didn't want them dropping off letters at my son's school in place of employment. They could have just come here. I would have opened the door. Yeah, I would have. I would have. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. Yeah, some days it just sucks to be. But you know what? Do the best you can. To try to turn it around. Get yourself healthy. If you're not taking care of the foundation, you, you can't take care of anybody else. Christy Lynn Hanchi, AWOL Zebra. Have a lovely day.